Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. Passion is what drives us to achieve our goals and to keep going, even when the going gets tough. It's what helps us overcome obstacles and to push ourselves to the next level. Passion is the fuel that propels us forward on the path to success. And that is a quote by Sumailit Palit. <laughs> and I guess yeah. I need to be passionate about pronouncing that right. So thank you for joining me again or for the first time on The Profitable Photographer. I'm still Lucy Dumas here in my San Diego house. Uh, on a, To me, it's a cold winter day, although it's probably where my guest is. It's not so cold. <laughs> <laughs> Will or Willie Weeks, depending on your hey. mood. <laughs> he's, yeah. a, yeah, he's a cinematographer and photographer based in Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> I know I probably <laughs> didn't say that right. No, and that's fine. <laughs> he specializes in corporate and commercial video and photos of headshots and weddings. And he loves helping small businesses with his work to create content for their business. Welcome, Willie. Thank you so much for saying yes to being on my show. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Yeah, well, I appreciate That's what my mother-in-law used to say. So I know you're from uh, near where she lived. I My mother-in-law yeah. was in Pontotoc, Mississippi, which is that's maybe two hours from Memphis. But yeah. we visited Memphis and flew out of there. So it's close. And she'd say, I sure appreciate you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or when when I complimented her um her food, she's oh, like, yeah. glad you enjoyed it. So yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'd love to know just a little about your background, how you got into photography and cinematography, so people can perk their ears up and say, Yeah, I want to listen to that guy. Okay. So uh, back in 2000 and I'll say probably 2010, uh, a friend of mine named Levi Feeney, he was, he still is a cinematographer and photographer. He actually, I used to help him out. I've been, I think I was married for like a year. So I wanted to just try some new stuff just to, you know, skill up in life. So he he will allow me to go to like a couple of his sets that he had of him filming different. Um, he actually would do what people would call now podcasting um, before podcasting was even a thing. So uh, he he would allow me to go and you know help him out and assist him. I didn't care about getting paid because you know I looked at it as was a skill. So mm -hmm. fast forward to two thousand and. No, 20, we moved to Memphis in 2015. So 2016, 2016 is when uh, I got into photography. So he was a cinematographer and yeah. photographer both? Yes. Uh -huh. So then you got to see how he worked with both. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so he, he allowed me, I was basically like setting up everything, you mm -hmm. know, setting up his... Uh, 
tripods, his cameras, making sure, you know, putting batteries in there, making sure everything was correct, testing his audio. So it was really on the video side more than photography that he taught me. Mm. Um, so did you quit your other job or? No, no, I was still work. I was working for the state of New Jersey. Um, I was an executive assistant. So I was like, that was just like something on, it was like really like, I was like a hobbyist. Like I really wasn't looking to quit my job or nothing like that. I was, that was something I was doing on the side after work. So are you working full-time now? Is it? Oh, no, no, I don't, I, I'm, I do uh, filmmaking and photography um, part-time. So it's after my work, I, I work for the federal government during the day. Ah, yeah, it is tempting. Uh, to stay with government jobs because there's a mm-hmm. lot of, at least my understanding, mm-hmm. it's consistent and, you know, you get good benefits and you have, you know, it's not as unstable as other work, but yeah. I think it's inspiring for people that might be listening, thinking, oh, I have to be all or nothing. And mm-hmm. for you, it's something that feeds your soul and probably brings in some money and supports a different mm-hmm parts of your life. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And there he is from the South too. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm from Southern California. It's very different. All right. Yeah. So I know that your passion is passion projects. <laughs> yes. So explain what is a passion project? So a passion project is basically a, a self-explanatory, um, something that you love to do. You don't care about getting paid for it. Uh, it's something that you have full creative control of. Uh, you set how long you want it to be, how short you want it to be. And um, you really, uh, passion projects is something that really you can you can do use for multiple things. You could use multiple as far as um, working on things that you might struggle with. If you want to become a headshot photographer, you know, you might want to say, hey, you know, I'm, I want to round up you know, local business owners who might have a story or whatever. And I just want to do a free headshot passion project. Mm-hmm. You know, or if you if you have love for um, seniors, where, you know, a lot of times when um, seniors, um, you know, they pass away, you'll see pictures in the obituary of when they was in their 20s and 30s. So you like, you know what, I want I want to reach out to seniors um, senior, like senior citizens, I should say, mm-hmm. um, who have, who don't have, you know, people don't have an updated picture of grandma or grandpa right. or great or, or, or auntie or, or uncle, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then that way, um, you know, you, at least you have a picture of them to use for, uh, cherish for the memories. So I just wanted to mention that cause I'm part of a women's photography group mm-hmm. and we do fun things and we do what we call Women in Creative Photography give back every now mm-hmm. and then. And we phonographed, phonographed, photographed about 60 seniors at a community. And so just what you said, it was so rewarding. And sadly, several of the members before the photographs came back had already passed away. But it felt so good to know that we provided the families that special gift. Um, yeah. And we learned a lot in the, while we were doing it. 
um, especially a lot of women in my group that don't do portraits or don't use natural light, I help them uh, find the light and do a little posing. So um, it was a win-win for everybody. So well, that's great talking about. So I'm eager to hear your passion project. Right. Yeah. So a uh, passion project I did last year, it was for Women History Month. And mm. it was, I filmed, I think I filmed uh, four um, black women that were business owners. Um, and I narrowed it down to like two because, you know, the questions I had, um, filming it with um, two cameras. So, you know, editing that, that, you know, that, that takes a lot, whatever, from, you know, getting from one camera shot to the next camera shot. So, um, I really filmed it down to two, uh, plus it was just the stories, whatever. Uh, and then, um, I was able to use that, uh, because I always said I wanted to work with small business owners and do, do commercials. But I never had any video commercials to approach um, business owners who might need it. So I use that. I use that to be able to uh, work on videos uh, for, and it has helped me with corporate clients, and it also helped me with small business owners. And now I have a portfolio. It's really about passion projects. Really about portfolio building. Mm. That's the overall summary of it. You know, if you don't have something in your portfolio, you really can't offer a client that. And if you do, you know, um, you can't charge a lot for that because when a client goes to your website, you know, they want to be able to be like, okay, well, how can you say you're a headshot photographer, but I don't, ha I don't see any headshots in mm -hmm. your website. Doing a passion project, you know, will help help with that. Also, with passion projects, you can also get sponsored uh, by different companies. Okay. Okay. I want to have you help us break that down because mm -hmm. I love that idea. First of all, give me a little overview of how you can get sponsored, and then maybe we can do some some step-by-step uh, -step about how someone would okay. look for sponsors. But how okay. – so let's start with uh, just the facts about sponsors, how that works. So to get sponsored, um, you know, a lot of times, especially being a, uh, you know, African-American in, um, you know, you know, America, you know, a lot of times they will help you out because um, they want to show diversified and inclusion with what you're doing. You know, it looks good on them because, you know, it shows that they they do like to help. So um, when you say they, who's they? So any like corporate uh, clients, local uh, people who like local business owners or even like, uh, you know, camera or lighting companies or, you know, really anybody that wants to help sponsor is sponsorship mm -hmm. um, can be where they can give you, you know, money or they can, you know, you doing a passion project and you might want to be like, hey, you know, like I did the video or whatever. You know, you might want to see if somebody want to reach out to sponsor to send you a lens or to send you a camera or send you a light, whatever. And, you know, uh, you just use that and you basically in that video, you, you, you know, you just say, well, this video was sponsored by su such and such because they helped you with that pr passion project. 
Got it. So if I were going to do something showing mature women having mm-hmm. a great time and I went searching for a sponsor that has an intention of having more mature women included in their marketing and you know whatever kind of campaigns then I could reach out and say, I'm doing a project on this. Mm-hmm. Would you like to help sponsor? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. You would. I would say you would give people at least like a couple of months in advance because you never know what people are, uh, what companies budgets are. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're planning on doing a passion, like at, at March is um, women history month. So mm-hmm. If you want to do something in March, you need to really be telling, reaching out to people now to see if, you know, if they're willing to help. Because a lot of times um, a fiscal years are different for everybody. So some people fiscal years in January, some people fiscal years in September, some people fiscal years in June. So you really need to see, you know, what what they can offer. And sometimes they can't help you with money, but they might be like, well, you know, we can't help you, uh, you know, monetarily, but, you know, if you send us um, this, we can post it on our social media, uh, you know, so that's another way too. It don't always have to be about money or equipment. It could be numerous of things. If you sure. can have a company that can share your passion project, you know, who knows, like if they have a nice following stuff, they share it on their page and they have hundreds of thousands of followers and they shared that, like, yeah, who, you know that that that's a that is well, it's all really about marketing. That's a passion project, marketing yourself. So it's about doing photographs and then using them to or mm-hmm. photographs or video in an area that you either want more work in or you might feel a little like you need more experience in, and then mm-hmm. using those to market. And with possible sponsors, you you either you might be able to show them what you've done or say, yeah. I'm going to be doing this or I'm going to be doing more of this. And I'm looking for sponsors or a great location or like I, I'm thinking if there's a special needs, you want to do more special needs mm-hmm. uh, children than an organization that that support special needs kids that yeah. can also use them in brochures and things might connect you to be able to, to do these photographs. So is that what you're also talking about? Oh, yeah. Making those. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Cause I mean, people love to help, you know, regardless of what society says, uh, people in America do love to help uh, small business owners and entrepreneurs and creatives, mm. you know, so it's really on you how you going to market yourself. Like, you know, you want to do this passion project. Now, some people don't care about all this. They don't care about getting sponsors. They just really care about just I'm doing this and I'm doing this because I have, I really have a passion for whatever it might be. And if it gets a word for it, if it don't, you know, some people might do it, you know, they might have like a, you know, social anxiety or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, where they feel like this is a stress reliever for them. You know, they where I really believe passion projects really help people because 
is really the only thing that you really have full creative control of. And I will say, though, that if you're going to do a passion project, please um, make people sign model releases. Yes. You know, just, uh, just in case, because you don't know, you don't, you know, you don't want somebody saying, well, you know, and letting them know that, hey, you know, I'm using this for marketing purposes because some people are like, oh, I don't want that posted on social media. You know, oh, I don't want this posted anywhere, whatever. So make sure that you have a model release when you're doing passion projects. That, OK, I got to write that down. So um, there's another benefit that I experienced from passion projects, uh-huh. if, if you don't mind me sharing a little my little side note. Um, there was a period of time where that there nobody had work in in my world, and I probably went three or four months without work, and I spent that time going through my own personal files and getting organized. And at the end of it, I realized, oh, I've become capable of anything that I want to say yes to, mm-hmm. and my heart wanted to say yes to photographing kids in foster care and through some magical ways that i got connected i discovered that uh san diego county adoption was planning a calendar with pastors from churches that had agreed to help get homes for certain kids and i just knew it was it was for me, I had already asked my lab and asked uh, the camera store, George's camera, if they'd give me free film, if I took on a project. And so I did that for two years, these calendars. The the cool thing, my dad was a pastor, so I knew how to talk to the, because I was photographing the kids with the pastors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know how to deal with those guys. <laughs> I know how to make them comfortable and make them feel respected and all that. Yeah. Uh, and what happened was <laughs> I, and I, of course I wasn't planning to get paid for that, but my work changed because after, I don't know, maybe it was 15 years I w- I'd been working, I'd gotten sort of standardized to what I could sell the clients. Mm-hmm. And in this circumstance, I was focused on how do I sell those kids? How do I show the angels that need forever homes? And I was worried about doing what my heart called me to photographically, mm-hmm. not what someone else is going to buy because I yeah. already had the job. And then my my professional work changed because of that experience of just freeing myself to do something new mm-hmm. and my business grew i got the biggest client i've ever had i was with them for eight years every year they dropped five figures uh on photography so i i didn't do it for any rewards or marketing but all kinds of rewards came mm-hmm. back to me do, do you know what i'm talking about have you had that oh, yeah. experience yes yeah where sometimes you just do something because it feels right. Mm-hmm. And whoever it is, the angels, the universe, God, some dude in the cloud named Ralph, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Shout out to Ralph. 
Yes, I'm proud. <laughs> says, thanks. That was cool. Here, here's some goodies for that. I sure appreciate you yeah. <laughs> in Memphis, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So what else about passion projects uh, do you think someone would love to know? I don't know. Uh, I think I said about about it all. I mean, it's really like uh, I think the number one thing it has, you know, it has to be rewarding for yourself. You know, you're right. not looking looking for this to validate anybody else but yourself. You mm-hmm. know, um, as as great as you want it to be, it can be. So, you know, don't don't. I, I would say. You know, do it, do it how you want to do it. Don't ask, ask someone or well, look at this. No, be self-confident in yourself and whatever, whatever you create, know that you do the best of it. So, um, you know, I, that's why I would tell you, it's really self-rewarding because you get to you get to see that, say that I created this, I finalized on this and I have full control of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking about now you're reminding me of all kinds of different um, things I've done in my life. Because when I first thought about it, I thought, oh, I don't do passion projects. But when I think about the history of myself, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, things are coming up. And I many years ago, I started looking at photographs or art of children, Mm -hmm. classic old art. Uh, to be inspired for sets and just ways to photograph kids. And there's a a watercolor painter named Bessie Peace Gutman. Uh In my generation, everybody's grandmothers had uh, these photographs of babies sleeping in bed or these paintings of babies in bed and little children holding teddy bears. So I took my favorite one that had been in my grandma's house and I happen to have uh, a, I guess you'd call it a step nephew. My at that time, my husband's brother's son was a newborn, mm-hmm. so yeah. I played around and photographed him, like you know. And I got a beanbag chair and some netting and some things, and I ended up getting a merit with PPA for that. Mm. So, oh wow, yeah. that's great. Yeah. So, and then it kind of in general and gave me more ideas for my photography, just the research of getting books on, and it was before internet. So, yeah. uh, you know, thinking about, Oh, how could I create that scene? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So they don't have to be huge things. Right. And another thing I want to say too, about passion projects. And so it can also help with grants that you want to apply for. Ooh. And, and uh, you know, I would tell anybody look up um, art commissions or, or art councils in either your state or in your city or your county, because every state should have an art commission or art council. And then you can actually use that as a uh, reference of, you know, um, unless I did this passion project or whatever, and I'm looking to do it again. But at this time, you know, I, I'm going to need funding for it because this was all self-funding. So you know you 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 could get um a grant um to do something. That is incredible. I've I've mm-hmm. heard that, but I've never tried. And um I do have a friend that 
I think she was given like a month, like in an artist's retreat area or mm. something and sponsored. I can't remember what that's called. Um, but yeah, I like yeah, Tennessee and Tennessee. We have the Tennessee Art Commission. Mm. We have in Memphis, we have Arts Memphis and then Indie Film uh, Festival. They have grants that they give out to uh, filmmakers or screenwriters that wow. want to work on a, uh, a passion project, really. So there's all kinds of opportunities. Mm -hmm. And when we focus on what we love to do. Yeah then all kinds of things can flow. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what else I wanted to ask you about since you do both video and cinematography. And <laughs> I will admit my attempts to do videos, even an Easter egg hunt, hmm. disastrous, where I thought it was on and it was off. This was pre-video. Pre so I have lots of pictures of kids looking for Easter eggs but none of them finding them because mm -hmm. I'd click thinking I was starting it and, and I was ending it. So video is not my thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what is different with like when you're going to be doing video compared to photography, what different hat do you have to wear or what do you look for? What's So when I'm doing video, I really think photography is like easy. Like, uh, I, I'll take photography jobs with no problem. They're they're so easy. Like I'm really just like because I, I you know storytelling. So both of them are storytelling. Just one is your you know you're freezing time with the shutter of taking photos, and the other one is you're freezing time, but you're just doing it uh, in video. So uh, for me, the difference in video is that. One is just like a still photo, so you're just freezing time at that time. But video, you really get to tell the story. So what what are you paying attention to with video that you don't when you're you, like so so they both are details and like I love catching uh, reactions. Um, mm. You know, either they're happy, sad, like really like uh, you know, if you're doing a wedding, you know, you want to catch details on the bride coming in and uh you know the groom uh you want to catch the the bride her reaction coming in you want to catch the groom you know reaction if he's crying because those are like money shots like right because if you see a groom cry oh that, that you mm -hmm. want that photo or video yeah um even if you see the mother of the bride or the mother of the groom or some of the bridesmaids or the groomsmen like you want to just catch emotions. So with video, you get to actually, you know, see the emotions and, and you mm. know, you see it with photography, but it's just that one instance. But right. You get, but video is, is, is longer. Really like, you know, it's like watching a movie, whatever, you know, the, the difference mm -hmm. between watching a movie and then just going to an art gallery and just seeing something just that one time, but a right. video, it, it's a longer story than a, a, a photo is. Right. But when you're shooting, like mm -hmm. with photographs, you have to watch for that moment when everything mm -hmm. comes together. Yeah. So I guess with video, you do get a longer time because like it, people, photographers are like, oh, well, you know, especially during the weddings or events, you know, you only get that one time where in video, 
you might get that one time, but you get the you get the you're recording it. So, you know, if it happens again, you know, you're able to, you know, catch it again, especially if you got multiple cameras. Right, right. I uh attended a cousin's daughter's wedding and the friend that was photographing it is a videographer. And mm. he mostly videoed the whole thing and then mm -hmm. captured stills mm -hmm. from the video. And it was so different. I, of course, <laughs> with my years of experience, they were happy to have me help pose. And just for fun, I took some stills of things. But like with him, I helped him get a group together. But mm -hmm. he didn't have that moment where he was like, okay, everybody here. Okay, boom. He just yeah. did it, and then he sorted uh -huh. through and found the one. What do you think of that as a way to photograph and film an event or a wedding all at the same time? Um, I usually like to have a couple people because, like, I want to catch. I don't like. I really don't like doing that because you you're going to always miss something. Like, yeah, video. Yeah, you could do free. That's called freeze um, frames, whatever. Where mm -hmm. you just getting um, whatever with video capture, you can just you know freeze it and then get there still. But like I got a wedding, I got to do April twentieth, and that's I'm doing photos and video. But I'm doing a video, and I'm hiring a photographer to to take care of this because like I want to I want to stay exactly on details of video. And that's where, you know, video, that's where yeah. audio, the lighting, and... Um, so not know, bothering to yeah. you set up stills yeah. that you videotape, mm -hmm. but then you have to go through your video to find the stills, right, and pull it out. Yeah, so, yeah. so you, yeah, I, you're, yeah, you're I, saying I, you I, prefer to do it traditional, where the mm -hmm, videographer yeah. is paying attention to motion, sound, mm -hmm. emotion, lighting design and the still photographer is looking yeah. for those sweet perfect moments and mm -hmm. the portraits and things like that did i get now that? For yeah because sometimes even a videographer like a photographer might not caught something and sometimes a videographer might have and if he filmed it in 4k resolution then you know he he the higher the rate whatever the still of that video he might be able to get a better quality in case mm. if that photographer don't need it but you know a lot of times like when you're doing photography you really don't want to rely on the videographer because you right. want to be able to you know have your own thing and even for mm -hmm. that like you know if, if somebody hiring me for photo and video I'm going to have like two or three different people because. Um, I I want to be able to focus on what I got hired for, folks. So, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Total sense. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Thank you. I love this conversation, and I'm so glad yeah. you said yes to being on my show. Uh, I have two quick questions. One, mm -hmm. I know you are an ambassador for PhotoBiz. It's a website program that is a like a plug and play super simple beautiful beautiful setups yeah. and such so i know you have something you're allowed to offer my listeners so what would that be will 
so PhotoBiz is a one-stop solution based uh, uh, hosting site that, you know, for photographers or videographers or creatives, if you got a studio, you know, you can have a PhotoBiz that, you know, they, for your hosting, uh, your CRM, uh, oh. people don't, they, we do client gallery, email marketing, um, they they have people there uh SEO tracking. Um I mean it 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 really is a, like a one stop solution based platform for you and it's twenty nine dollars a month. Uh or if you use my um discount code weeks twenty three, you get forty percent off your first year, which mm. comes to instead of paying like I believe it's like three hundred dollars for the year, you pay hundred and eighty dollars. Wow. And they also, PhotoBiz also have refer a friend program. So if you refer someone uh, and they stay with the site for 60 days, you get $25 uh, VCs or virtual credit. So, oh. and you be, you're able to use that virtual credit for, um, to, toward your billing cycle, where, you know, you want to use it towards that, or if you want to use it towards um, other things like, 5,000 uh, photos is what they start you off with, with client gallery. Mm -hmm. So if you buy, you know, 5,000 isn't enough. I need 10,000. I need 20,000. You know, you can use your virtual credit towards that. So, um, it, you know, it really benefits. I've been with PhotoBiz since 2000 and uh, I believe 18 or 19. So mm -hmm. I've been with them for a while. And, uh, um, Tony Shaw is actually the person who actually put me on to, um, she's a, uh, photographer in, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, actually where photo biz is at. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And I didn't yeah. know they had a CRM. I yeah. was, when I had 17 hats for a while, I was paying that for, for just the CRM. So yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you. So my last question is either. Is there something information-wise that you would like that you want to make sure that you share that maybe you haven't yet or just a parting thought for us, a takeaway? So um, January 27th, I'm doing a Discover Workshop for anyone that might be in the Memphis area, Memphis, Arkansas, North Mississippi. I'm teaching a, a workshop for three hours from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m in Memphis at Crosstown Concourse. Uh, I will be there for three hours. I only have 10 slots available. Well, I actually only have eight slots because um, two people did sign up. So it's only eight spots because I like to have a small group. I don't have a lot and the price is $125. You can go to uh, weeksmediagroup.com and go to educational section and you'll mm -hmm. be able to see the um the workshop list and also may this the 18th and 19th i'm going to be speaking at uh bedford camera expo where i'll be speaking about uh video uh lighting and audio and also be doing awesome. a video walk there awesome. and that's in little rock arkansas oh thank you now if someone's listening to this in July, do you have a parting inspirational thought or something you want people to take away from this conversation? Years ago, I was a photographer, videographer who self-doubted myself. I didn't see um, 
a lot of value in my in my craft or myself. And my mentor Chip Desard says something to me, who's um, based in uh, DMV area. He says something to me that was so uh, empowering. It woke something up in me. He said, "Be so good that people can't deny you." And ever since he told me that, it, it really has um, uh, really did something in me. Where now I don't care what someone says about my work. I don't care about validation. The only validation I care about is an invoice because that means that a client saw good enough to see my work and want to invest in me. And so that's all that really matters to me. I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. And Will, it's been uh, super fun hanging out with you this evening in January. And Can I give a quick shout out to a couple of my sponsors, though, affiliate programs I, I am with? So just uh, Westcott Lighting, that's one of my affiliates that I'm with. I'm with uh, Pro Prince as well. Ah, so uh, like Pro Prince, Prince. They, uh, I'm an educator with them. So when oh. I do uh, do photography classes, they do send me out coupons to give to my attendees. Great. So thank you to both of them. And so you're just a wealth of goodies. People uh, want yeah. to touch with you, you're going to hook them <laughs> up, right? Yep, that's right. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you so much, Willie. And um, I'll let you know when this is out and you can expect some people to want to sh- say hi to you. So yep. appreciate you. Yep. Take care. All right. Thank you. Well, that was such a treat. He is such a warm and uh, knowledgeable and inspirational guest. So I I really enjoyed that conversation and I imagine you did as well. So the core, my little quickie wrap up is that he is inspiring us to come up with projects, either if there's something we want to get better at, or we want to specialize in and we need samples to go for it. And the beauty, he said, is you get to have complete control. So you're not trying to please anybody. It's Uh, Okay, if you make mistakes, because you're doing it for you. Um, And we talked about getting sponsors and how that can get us some goodies with those passion projects. Could be money, could be um, PR and other things. And we talked a little about the difference between cinematography and still photography, which I found interesting thoughts. So that is it for now. And I will catch you on the flip side. Bye. You have been listening to the Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.